Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. What a difference a day makes. 56 in Germantown and Annandale right now. We have 56 degrees. 259. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by... Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, a federal watchdog responds to calls for it to look into the selection process for the new FBI headquarters. I'm Mike Marilla. Two more hostages released by Hamas as its truce with Israel stretches into the seventh day. Is a parking space at an apartment or condo a must-have for you? Montgomery County considers the question. I'm Kate Ryan. The National Christmas Tree will be lit up tonight. WTOP Scott Gelman will join us live from the Ellipse. At 315, we are talking re-gifting etiquette. This holiday season with the Washington Post, Michelle Singletary. And on Wall Street, big rally, Dow up 388. It is 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Peter King. On the seventh day of the Israel-Hamas truce, two more hostages are free, with eight more expected to be released within the next few hours. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. We will not stop working until we get every hostage back home with their families Correspondent Lilia Luciano is in Tel Aviv. There are two Israeli hostages who have already been released today. One is Mia Shem. She's 21 years old. The other one is Amit Susana. She's 41 years old. But um, at this point, there are still minors and there are still women who have not been released. That means that there are still people who can be turned over, released by Hamas to Israel within the same terms of the deal. National Security Spokesman Admiral John Kirby says there's hope yet for another extension. We're working at it literally by the hour to see if we can get this seventh day turned into an eighth and ninth and tenth and, and beyond. But, but all, all I can do is tell you where we are right now, and we're glad that we got a seventh day out of this. The House has just started debating whether or not to expel the indicted New York Republican George Santos, who says he's not quitting. Because if I leave, they win. If I leave... The bullies take place. This is bullying. Santos has been indicted on nearly two dozen counts of fraud and identity theft. And a House ethics report says the evidence against him is overwhelming. Santos says he hasn't done anything wrong. The House votes tomorrow. The FBI has arrested a woman who claims she helped plan the Uvalde, Texas school massacre. Reporter Chris Fox is in Austin. A woman who claims to have been the girlfriend of the Uvalde school shooter was arrested in Puerto Rico. Authorities say she made threats to Uvalde residents through emails and social media posts dating back to 2018. According to court records, 19-year-old Victoria Gabriela Rodriguez Morales is said to have claimed that she was Salvador Ramos's girlfriend and had planned to commit the Robb Elementary School massacre together. She also claims to have warned School District Police Chief Peter Adondo days before the 2022 shooting. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. A new report says older Americans face a growing housing crisis. A Harvard study hints of growing housing and care shortages to come for older Americans. Americans whose numbers are also growing. Jennifer Malinsky is with Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies, which did that study. We really need to address some of these challenges because the consequences of not are dire, that people will forego care they need. They will live unsuitably. They won't have enough money to pay for prescriptions or food. The report urges more government assistance to help house people with fixed or dwindling incomes. Tom Fody, CBS News. Today is the last day of the Atlantic hurricane season, which saw 20 named storms including one hurricane hitting the U.S. This is CBS News. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on Thursday, November 30th. This is the last day of November. We have some sun, some clouds, and highs almost near 60 right now. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking news on WTOP. You'll remember shortly after the GSA announced Greenbelt, Maryland as the future home of the FBI headquarters a couple of weeks back. Now, lawmakers in Virginia demanded an investigation into how that choice was made. Well, now the GSA inspector general is answering that call. Our story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. The federal watchdog will evaluate the site selection process, which led to Greenbelt being chosen over two other sites, Landover, Maryland and Springfield, Virginia. The GSA says when it comes to the cost of building a new headquarters and accessibility, Greenbelt won out. But a delegation of Virginia lawmakers claim political influence led to changes in the scoring process this year for the site. The Virginia delegation welcomes a decision from the IG's office. We're awaiting statement from the Maryland lawmakers who applaud the site selection. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A single parking space can cost developers up to $100,000. And that apparently is one of the many reasons the Montgomery County Council members are looking at doing away with the requirement for new developments near public transportation. The theory behind a zoning text amendment is easing the parking requirements at developments close to metro and transit could cut the cost to consumers. Council member Andrew Friedson. The, the question that we have to ask in many cases is would we rather have asphalt or more housing? Council member Gabe Albornoz says when you look at our Gen Z population, there's been a precipitous decline in interest in securing driver's licenses at the age of 16. We're going through this in my house right now. But council member Sidney Katz warned flexibility has to be part of the proposal. We have to figure out where a person who's in the trades, where a person who's a carpenter are going to park their A hearing on the zoning text amendment is planned for January 16th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. VDOT is doing dry runs with dump trucks and snow plows today for routes they will be monitoring and plowing during the wintry weather in Virginia. It's part of preparations already underway. Make sure the proper equipment, materials, staffing are all available when snow hits and the drivers are familiar with their specific routes. Seven News First alert meteorologists are predicting more snow in the D.C. region than any other winter season over the last five years. It's 3.05. Patients getting surgery in part of our region will soon have access to some of the most advanced operating room technology that's out there. This is a very quick process. It takes about five minutes for the machine to track into the operating room directly to the patient. Dr. Christopher Calhoun, professor of neurosurgery at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital, describing the hospital's new MRI system that gives surgeons real-time imaging. The advanced MRI system is one component of the new Verstandig Surgical and Research Facility. CEO of MedStar Health, Ken Samet, says the new space is another opportunity to serve patients and the community. You'll see a modern, state-of-the-art emergency department, thoughtfully designed and spacious ORs, all private inpatient rooms. The pavilion will be fully operational December 13th. In Northwest D.C., Shana Stulen, WTOP News. 306, in just a couple of hours, the national Christmas tree will be lit for the holiday season. Now, some might consider it a Christmas miracle after the 40-foot Norway spruce was knocked over by a gust of wind back on Tuesday. But don't worry, it is standing again just ahead of tonight's festivities. And joining us live from the Ellipse, WTOP's Scott Gelman. 
Yes, John and Ann, I am here at the Ellipse, and I can confidently tell you that that tree is standing. There are no issues, as you mentioned earlier in the week. Some wind knocking that over, sending some crews here scrambling, and there was already a line when I arrived here just after 2 o'clock. General admission for some folks who were able to get those coveted tickets was 3 o'clock. Some people here now starting to trickle in, but I spoke to one Catholic University student who was ecstatic to have the opportunity to be here. Well, I'm obviously most looking forward to the tree lighting, but also just hearing all the music, seeing the performers, uh, and seeing you know a, a gathered crowd of people. This is obviously something people are able to do in person, and as COVID you know happened, people weren't able to do as many things in person. So having these types of gatherings, especially during some troubling times throughout the world, I think is very important as well. There are going to be some performances here a little bit later as the tree gets ready to light up the D.C. skyline. The president and first lady also expected a little bit later today. And, of course, you want to stick with us here at WTOP. A lot of road closures in and around the White House because of this event tonight. Reporting live at the Ellipse, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Thanks, Scott. Look forward to hearing more of your reports this afternoon. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. What people unretiring are worried about finding. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. We know about these closures in advance. This year, they've gone ahead and blocked Constitution Avenue a little earlier than usual between 14th and 18th Street. And, of course, 17th and 15th are closed across the mall from Independence Avenue up to the White House as well. 395, some heavy traffic through Southwest. Independence Avenue, by the way, is open and handling a little bit of overflow. Right now, not too big of an impact. On the Beltway in Maryland, the crash on the outer loop the BW Parkway clear. All lanes ramps open. Nothing left to see. Interloop a little slow coming through Silver Spring. And generally, volume is on the increase around the Beltway. This might end up being our heaviest rush hour of the week at this rate. We'll see. But no big incidents this hour on the Beltway in Maryland or in Virginia or north of it. Just some slowing on the BW Parkway and 270 north of Clarksburg. In Virginia, all the midday work zones are in the books. All lanes open on the Beltway, but slow nonetheless on the Interloop heading for the Legion Bridge. 395 south toward where the work is clear near Sherlington on 95 south. Brief delay at the Occoquan North. Northbound easing through Stafford, work zone after exit 140 clear. They might still be uh, blocking a lane or two on 28 in Setterville between 29 and New Braddock Road. We were down to single file both ways. Just a little heavy westbound on 66 near Oakton, Centerville toward Manassas. And again, if you haven't heard the news, after a nearly 90-day closure of U.S. Route 340, it is all lanes open on brand new pavement in and out of Harpers Ferry. Rejoice. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, celebrating all veterans of the armed forces because your service inspires theirs. Our members of the mission, insured by NCUA. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. A mix of sun and clouds as they move through the remainder of the afternoon. Temperatures range from the upper 40s to middle 50s. Clouds continue to increase late tonight into early tomorrow morning. Scattered showers in the forecast for Friday and Friday evening. Highs near 50 degrees. We're in the upper 50s to middle 60s on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, for the last day of November. This is pretty nice. Lots of sunshine. We're 56. DuPont Circle, 56. Germantown, Annandale now up to 56. And we are brought to you by Long Fence, 75, or make that save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Home sales have not been as slow as they are right now in more than 20 years. Contracts signed to buy an existing home fell to the lowest level since 2001 last month. 
There are buyers at the high end. Pending sales of homes above $750,000 last month were higher than it was a year ago. Americans' disposable incomes rose three-tenths of a percent last month. The biggest increase since May. We're holding on to more of it. Personal spending rose just two-tenths of a percent, helping push the average savings rate higher. Tyson's-based MicroStrategy founder Michael Saylor has placed one of his biggest bets ever on Bitcoin, buying roughly $6.5 billion worth of Bitcoin this week. Saylor and MicroStrategy are among the largest holders of Bitcoin in the world. The Dow's up 360 points, but the S&P 500 is down three, and the Nasdaq's down 103. That's more than a half percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Amtrak. No one does the holidays like Amtrak, because kids ages 2 to 12 ride for 50% off. Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Restrictions apply. Coming up on WTOP, one man's trash is another man's treasure, especially when it comes to gifts. We're going to talk about the rules of re-gifting with Washington Post personal finance columnist Michelle Singletary. 312. In September, makers of laxatives reported a notable increase in demand. And although it's considered an over-the-counter medication, Dr. Ghassan Alzair, a gastroenterologist at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, says consider making lifestyle changes before using laxatives. Especially when it comes for younger population, I think that the diet would make a huge difference. High-fiber diet, berries like the seeds, prunes, maintaining hydration. There are a lot of sources. He says although laxatives are generally safe, it doesn't mean there are no downsides and abusing the medication can cause some issues. The stronger laxatives can definitely cause dehydration. Some of them can even affect your kidneys and your body can can sometimes get used to it and then you can't go without taking those. To schedule a consultation, please visit medstarhealth.org slash intel. That's medstarhealth.org slash intel. Medical Intel sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Experience the music of Bob Dylan like never before in the Tony Award-winning musical, Girl from the North Country. Here comes the story of the hurricane. This critically acclaimed Broadway show features dozens of classic Dylan hits, including Like a Rolling Stone, I Want You, and Forever Young. Don't miss Girl from the North Country live on stage. At the Kennedy Center, December 12th through 31st. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. It's Toyota-thon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyota-thon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyota-thon selection, twice the Toyota-thon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year-end. The thon is on. Shop Toyota-thon at twicethechoices.com. Coming up after an 11-1 season, James Madison football looking for a new coach. The Caps have a quick turnaround tonight at Anaheim. And we'll have sports with George Wallace in about 10 minutes on WTOP. For more than 50 years, KBR's science and engineering expertise has enhanced our ability to explore, examine, and understand the universe. As a leading provider of technology solutions both on and off the planet, no company is better equipped to solve the challenges of mission-critical operations and health technology than KBR. From launch to landing and everything in between, we are the team behind the mission. For more information and career opportunities, visit kbr.com careers. 
For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 315. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Gift giving. It's a staple during the holidays here in the U.S., but every once in a while you might get a gift that you simply don't like or might never use. A couple options do... Maybe get rid of it. You can return it, leave it to collect dust in a closet, donate it, or even re-gift it. But what are the rules when it comes to giving someone something you once received as a gift? Well, joining us now to talk about it, Washington Post personal finance columnist Michelle Singletary. Michelle, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You know, Michelle, this is something that I think a lot of people secretly want to know about. So let's let's talk about regifting <laughs> etiquette. Uh, first, what is the right way to repurpose a gift by giving it to someone else? I think the number one rule is that you have to believe that the person would want it or it's something that they would like. So if you know people don't like lotion, don't give them that lotion set that you were given, you know, last Christmas. So just be sure to be mindful of that, just as if you were paying for the gift yourself. Michelle, there are so many instances where you might hear about friends or family regifting wedding gifts. Does it happen that much during the holidays, though, where you're actually regifting them? I think so. I mean, if you're like me, I have a regifting closet, <laughs> and I put the things in there. And so people maybe got two crock pots or two toasters, and so they might, you know, rather than return it, put it in a closet. And then come Christmas time, if you know somebody is in, like maybe someone starting out, it, uh, it needs a toaster. You can repackage it. Make sure that you regift it. Make sure there's no card in there from your wedding. I mean, and it's perfect fine to give it to somebody who would want and need it. Is it ever not okay to re-gift? I think, you know, definitely if it's used, don't give somebody something that's used or missing the parts. That's not the spirit of re-gifting. I mean, I think of re-gifting as recycling. And I know lots of people are already cringing in their cars right now. It's like, no, you're supposed to buy gifts. You know, it's the fun and all this kind of craziness. Listen, you know, we're all have, lots of people have limited funds and they want to be generous. They've got something that somebody wants or needs. It's okay to repackage that. But just be careful. Don't give back something that somebody gave to you. (laughs) And Michelle, also don't talk about it, right? Because you don't want to slip at a party or something and say, oh, yeah, I didn't really like that. I'm giving it to you. That's right. Don't ask, don't tell. That's my philosophy. <laughs> you know, if you get a gift, <laughs> if you get a gift and you suspect it's re-gifted, don't, don't embarrass the person. Be gracious. Um, and if you are giving something that you know, again, that the person likes, you don't have to go, oh, I'm so sorry. I got this at my wedding two years ago. You just, you know, you're passing on your, your largest to somebody else. And that's, that's quite all right, I think. Michelle, you're always the voice of reason. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Michelle Singletary, Washington Post personal finance columnist. 
top stories we're working on here at WTOP. The GSA's Inspector General is launching a probe into the agency's decision to pick Maryland as new home for the FBI headquarters instead of Virginia. Two more Israeli hostages released by Hamas as Secretary of State Antony Blinken speaks with leaders in the Middle East about extending the temporary truce. And the 101st National Christmas Tree Lighting is happening tonight on the Ellipse. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. WTOP's traffic and weather together. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. D.C. Route 295. Authorities arriving with a crash southbound near East Capitol Street. Northbound getting heavier near Pennsylvania Avenue as it is on 395 through southwest. And yes, the tree lighting closures are in effect. Independence Avenue is uh, holding up so far near the tidal basin with Constitution Avenue down for the count south of the ellipse. Uh, near the D.C. Maryland line, we had a rollover crash last hour, closing Branch Avenue. Some traffic ought to be getting by near Suitland Parkway, but outbound slowly on Branch Avenue. Uh, Bowie, 301 northbound, slowly in single file, getting by the work zone north of Central Avenue. In Charles County, a portion of 234 is uh, closed at points between Old Sycamore Road and Trinity Church Road. There's a rollover crash near Old Mill Road. Bay Bridge, fine. North of town, 270-95 BW Parkway. Standard volume delays certainly getting heavier on parts of the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, but no disruptive incidents. And in Virginia, just volume on 66 west of uh, Fair Lakes and 95 southbound, crawling across the Occoquan through Woodbridge. Head off to Whole Foods Market for holiday party savings on delectable desserts, crisp wines, and more special finds now through December 12th. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Now let's get our forecast from Steve Rudin. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon, a mix of sun and clouds with temperatures that will range anywhere from the upper 40s to middle 50s. Not going to have to worry about any gusty winds, so wind chill factors will hold in place. Partly cloudy for this evening into the overnight, 30 to 37 degrees by early tomorrow morning. We're near 50 on Friday with cloudy skies and scattered showers. Any lingering showers end very early Saturday morning. Highs will be in the upper 50s to middle 60s. Showers on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. 55 right now in Alexandria. 55 in Columbia. Downtown Pent Quarter, also now 55. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, the FBI Need your help to find a carjacking suspect, and there's a big reward. 321. AI has the power to automate, but if it's using untrusted data, can you trust the results? Your agency doesn't just need AI, it needs the right AI for your agency. Introducing Watson X, a platform designed to multiply output by tailoring AI to your needs. When you Watson X your agency, you can train, tune, and deploy AI all with your trusted data. Let's create the right AI for your agency with Watson X. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM, let's create. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo. With us, every trip is a positively charged adventure. You won't resist our electrifying deals. They're 
more than shocking. Still alternating? Let's illuminate things. Buyer's deals are so magnetic, they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts. From our battery of options to our sparking services, we've got the amps to energize your capacitors. Join the current trend. At Buyer Volvo, we're wired differently. Why settle for static when you can be electric? Buyer Volvo cars, charging the way to a brighter drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. Hi, it's Julie Olavanji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. Um, I don't watch anything else but Town of Cool. Well, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Listening to WTOP News. 323. The FBI is now offering a $10,000 reward to help find two people who it says carjacked one of its agents yesterday in D.C. It happened on 12th Street Northeast. The two suspects carjacked the agent at gunpoint and then took off in the FBI car. It was found abandoned about 30 minutes later. This is the latest in a string of high profile carjackings in the nation's capital. A member of Congress, a diplomat, And one of President Biden's granddaughters have all been targets. The FBI field office wants any information you might have and says a reward offer could be made larger. The owner of a DuPont Circle gym has been caught in a child pornography FBI sting. 48-year-old Michael Everts owns Fit Personal Training. In charging documents, the FBI says a location-based hookup app reported in July that Everts was looking for underage boys. An undercover agent pretending to be the father of an 11-year-old boy contacted Everts in an online chat. The FBI says Everts has sent photos and videos of boys being sexually assaulted by men. Everts and the person he thought was a father agreed to meet this week in front of the app store near the D.C. Convention Center. He was taken into custody, charged with distribution of child pornography, and is being held until a bond hearing next week. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George Wallace joins us with the first in Monday night football history. You what is going on here? A buildup for this. Okay. We have the first ever Monday night football flex. Oh, okay. So you yeah. got you on that one, didn't there I? There you go. There you go. The NFL is flexing the Chiefs out of week 15 against and uh, flexing the Chiefs Patriots out of that week 15 game and moving the Eagles at the Seahawks to Monday night football. Hmm. So the Eagles. We'll be at Dallas on Sunday Night Football the week before, mm-hmm. Monday Night Football at Seattle, and then the Giants on Christmas Day. So three straight weeks of standalone Philadelphia Eagles games. Is that a lot of Philly? Philly? I'll tell you what. I, I can see our uh, producer out there. <laughs> he's fist pumping he's, out he's there. He's fist yeah. pumping, yeah. There you go. And when, when would, you know, a few years ago, Chiefs-Patriots, that would not have been a flex. You flexed. would never, no, <laughs> no chance. Yeah. No way. So there you go. There's your uh, flex games for that week. We get this year, of course, the first time ever to be a Monday Night Football games. Able to be flex. The Commanders and the Dolphins coming up on Sunday uh, from FedEx Field. Emmanuel Forbes still out with the elbow injury. Dallas Seattle tonight on Thursday night football. Cardinals and Zach Ertz mutually parting ways. 